Hi there, and welcome to Jay in the Room, a podcast about delving into the human mind, concepts, and beliefs in understanding why we do the things we do, say the things we say, and think the things we think. My name is Jay, and today's topic is about ethics and searching for the infinite truth and why it matters. To first understand ethics, we must first understand the good, because ethics is why we seek good. A question that has been asked, analyzed, and conceived for millennia, with thousands of explanations and another 10,000 of counterclaims, a simple question of the good, and understanding the motives of why humans apply such a concept. Well, for the purpose of this podcast, we're only looking at two aspects of good, the philosophical aspect and the Catholic aspect of good. To give you a brief rundown, at the forefront of philosophy, the ethical search of the good has prevailed and eluded and overwhelmed countless of philosophers except a handful of notable individuals, which we will later discuss throughout the podcast. In philosophy, something good is if it's important or valuable, among many other, other definitions which we will later on explain. <clears throat> In the Catholic aspect, Catholic defines good as God, or nearly so. All good things have their source in God because his essence is perfect goodness. Therefore, the very very definition of good is God and it originates from God. I'd also like to add my aspect or my opinion on this. I think good is when a desired goal or topic meets a certain criteria, achieving the objective it was designed for, completing and fulfilling its purpose. Something I like to say, it's not good until you're satisfied. Of the notable handful of philosophers uh, we discussed previously, three main philosophers that led the lead in the search for good or had the most impact were Aristotle, Kant, and Levinas. Let's start with Aristotle. Aristotle was... Theological in thinking, he, what this has to do, it means that it had the design or purpose of something, and his idea was that each person must aspire to seek their own completeness, completion or fullness of self. He believed that to seek the good is to seek happiness. Aristotle's ethical theory was centered around the idea that an individual is able to reach their full potential and happiness by seeking the good in their community. He describes when happiness can be achieved through being a responsible contributor to to their community. The overall arc meaning of Aristotle's uh, uh, theory was that one's happiness can be attained by upholding the responsibility that dawned as a contributor of community, in a sense. The next philosopher was Kant. Kant's principles focused on the inherent moral duties of an individual. He believed that all actions and choices humans execute are prompted by the human's ability to judge what is right from wrong, so the moral compass. Kant's overall grasp of morality was that morality is consistently broadcast throughout daily life, whether it be from religion, faith, or virtue. Kant's ethical theory was known as deontological, meaning from the word deon, meaning duty. His theory more focused on autonomy, which uh, autonomy means to free and self-directed responsibility of an individual. 
con commonly focus on the human impulses and desires that can draw us away from our duty to act in a moral way. Therefore, it is not the act itself that is moral, but the motive behind the act. For example, you are a doctor and you have to do something, a procedure to save a person's life. Ethically, the, the, ethically, the procedure is wrong, but morally, you you have to save that person. You feel the need to save that person. The motive behind you saving that person, that, that, is, that is your duty to save that person. But it's the, autonomous, the autonomy, that, that purpose, the, the self-directed purpose of you saving that purpose. So what I mean is that you have a duty to serve and help someone. But the way to do it is ethically wrong. But because of autonomy, your self-direction, your free self-direction, your responsibility, you save that person because it is morally right. The motive behind what you have to do to save that person. The last philosopher, like Kant and Aristotle, sought for the good. But Levinus was different from Aristotle and Kant. He believed his ethical theory focused on the ethics between individual and the other. Levinus believed that humanity is imprinted with fragments of good already. And he believed that that very same goodness was an existential flowing force from God. Thus, Levinus centralized the search for good, encompassing the closest bridge between Catholicism. Levinus by far was my favorite philosopher. Like, <laughs> take out bias and opinion, like to add bias and opinion, I mean to say, is that Levinus, he thought that humans, or he knows that humans are finite and good is infinite. And good, because good is God, and God is infinite. He has no limits and bounds. He stretches across the universe and stretches across everything that we could possibly imagine. We are like a grain of sand in as God is the universe. <laughs> that is nothing. We, we are nothing compared to God, essentially. So, Levinus believed that we have traces of goodness, traces of God in us. And we, and it is found through the experience with the other who calls us to face, face and act to feel compassion, to have experience that touches us at our very core. The face becomes ethical. It calls us to be responsible for the other. The other is a stranger whose very existence is a threat. So to sum it all up, is that our uniqueness to show traces of good, traces of God, translates to our infinite responsibility to show generosity to the other because goodness has no limits. With all the theory uh, now finished, the question comes to ask is, how 
it affects me personally on a personal level, on a deep level. Does is there a connection or something? Yes, I do believe that I have some sort of connection because I'm openly Christian. I ex- I have told that I've said that, and I love and worship God because He's done such amazing and good things to me. All my life, He's been faithful. All my life, He's been good, and every breath or every moment that I have, I will I will profess the goodness of God because His goodness is constantly running after us. His goodness is constantly coming towards us because God. The overall goal of God is for us to accept him, accept his goodness and take his goodness into our lives. And that is powerful. A Bible verse that I really, uh, I really like and connects with, uh, with what I'm saying is that is Psalms 107 chapter 1 or Psalms 107 verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. My uh, my explanation of that verse is that we must constantly give thanks to the Lord. Whatever situation we're faced with, wherever we're, we're at, what, what we're doing, we must always give thanks to God in the highs and the lows. We must always give thanks to God where we triumph, where we succeed, where we fail, where, uh, where we give up. We must always give thanks to the Lord because he's good. And he is forever with us. He will always be by our side. And he will never leave us. And this takes me back to the... So when I first got saved, when I first found Jesus, was uh, was at a camp. It was a Christian camp, you could say. And at this point, I already knew about God. I... I I was a church. I grew up in the church. Essentially, I went to church every Sunday. I never missed a Sunday. I uh, I sang in the choir. I did this and that. And you know, when you grow up, you just you think you know God, but you really don't know God because because you you live in that environment of God, and you think you know Him, but you really don't know Him until He encounters you. And that's when you truly meet God. So to go back to the story, we were at camp, and. Uh, I was, we were singing, just singing some worship songs. I forgot what song it was, but we're just singing and some people were praying. We were all gathered. It was at nighttime, I think, I think about nine o'clock at least. And we were just singing and praying. All of a sudden, I was gathered around with my camp, with my other campers and my camp leader. And he was talking, and he was talking about the goodness of God. Ironically, <laughs> I know, right? talking about the goodness of God and what it means when God loves you and he shows you his goodness and his favor is always upon you so we were talking and then we were listening I was listening and then I heard a song playing in the background and it, it it pulled at me like it pulled at my heart and my soul essentially and I felt something heavy on me and it was like I say it was the hand of God as he was pushing and forcing me down and I felt it. I truly felt it felt like I was feeling God's love for me and it just kept adding on every second. I thought I was, I, honestly, in the moment I was like, I thought I was having a heart attack or something because, or something like that because I felt like 
because my chest was getting heavy and I literally thought I was having some sort of uh, asphyxiation or seizure or something like that. But then tears started flowing down, but these weren't tears of pain. It was tears of joy. I felt God and he gives you joy and it felt amazing. And it was it was a day to remember and it's still a day that I remember and during that like when I was crying and I felt that weight this weight on me, the weight of the love of God, the goodness of God, I uh I I saved I was saved. I I gave into it and I let it crush me. <laughs> Essentially, I let it. I let it happen, and it was amazing feeling. Once I let it out, I felt energy bursting out of me, and it was good. It was amazing, and that's where I dedicated my my soul to Jesus. Upon closing, I just want to take the time to say thank you for everyone who are listening. Who listened through it? All the supporters, uh, you guys are family, and I appreciate it. And uh, in closing here, I just want to say that ethics is knowing the difference between what you have to do and what is right to do. That sometimes we issue ourselves in certain moral dilemmas where we have to choose between something, but. I think that you have to choose what you know what's right to you because even though it goes against the world you have to choose what's right for you because at the end of the day it's you in the world I'm not saying that you're going to commit crimes like when it calls for the situation where you have to choose you have to choose what is right to do to you for you Uh, thank you for joining us this week on Jay in the Room. Coming up next week, decision-making and the conscience. Please stay in tune for that.